welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. Hope you are all keeping safe and managing yourself and your people to get the best results you can. I hope you have had a chance to learn and grow as a leader listening to these podcasts. But please, remember, I want to learn and grow, so don't forget to drop me a line on anything you've heard in the shows and give me some feedback. You can always get me at managermatpodcast at gmail.com. So without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Well, welcome to Series 4, my opening show. Yes, it's been a roller coaster of a year, but we're now into the fourth series of the Manager Matt Podcast Show. And this week, I want to talk you through the subtle and sometimes not too subtle art of crisis management as a leader. What's the do's and don'ts? How to get the best result in what will be a difficult time for you? And I can assure you, I have been there and got the t-shirt and sometimes the scars of managing crises firsthand. Now, there's nothing worse than that late night or weekend call to put a shiver up the spine of any manager. The works number flashes up on your phone out of hours and it puts a knot in your stomach straight away, even before you've picked that phone up. You know that your teams are all trained and willing to go and do the jobs that they need to do without necessarily ringing you about every single little thing. So when you see that phone number, you know there's going to be an issue. Now, sometimes you can be lucky. And the person on the other end says, sorry to bother your boss, didn't really want to ring you, but just wanted to let you know this has happened. And it might be something that's really not too trivial, uh, but maybe not too serious, but it's also something that probably doesn't affect you and maybe you don't have to react. But of course, on the other side, when you get that call and it's about something that's gone wrong, then you have to start to swing into action. We all know that as leaders in senior position, there'll be times when things go wrong. And you will need to be involved to make decisions as well as drive the teams to get the issues resolved. So today's cast is about how you can manage in a crisis. What's the steps you should take to get the best results and hopefully prevent too much damage to your business unit? And when I say damage, I mean both physical property damage and personal damage, as well as, of course, financial damage. We all would love to think that our processes and procedures are 100% bulletproof. But we have one very large problem in all our systems. People. That's right, the human in the system is usually the weakest link when it comes to errors. Now, that's not me saying our teams are not doing things that they should be doing. They're not there going out and making problems. But in the normal day-to-day workings of any business, there will be times when there's an error. And there's usually a number of small contributory factors which lead up to a big problem that lands on your door. So, let's go through how that can happen. And remember, when you're looking at a problem, there's going to be a number of small warning signs that may have got missed or processes that have been worked around before those planets align and this big issue explodes in front of you. You know, there is going to be times when people, for the want of whatever have a let's call it a moment when they don't do something that they should do and you really sometimes don't understand why but that's where you're here to pick those pieces up and in the crisis moment it's probably not about finding that out that comes further down the road 
one thing is sure um, that everyone who will be involved in this from an outside looking in will say things like, why didn't you see that coming? Or, I can't believe you missed that. You need to face up to the fact that every hindsight manager will make 100% of the right calls 120% of the time. Because the fact is, hindsight can never go wrong. You can never make an error in hindsight. And if whatever happens with these problems and you're looking back at them, yeah, you might say, oh, I've missed that, how's that gone wrong? But in the time, it has happened. And you're going to have to step in there and sort this out in the real world. So in the real world, what are we going to do? How should you manage this crisis as a leader? What's your role? And how are you going to make sure you do it to get the best outcome possible? Now, thankfully, major crises where it involves a loss of life are very rare, but they can happen. And when they do happen, there's a tragic and tragic consequences that ripple away from not just your work, but to those families and friends of the person who have sadly had something like that. Thankfully, I've not had that personally uh, involved in that. But some of these crisis uh, points I'm going to go through next, maybe just give you an insight of how you can deal with those issues through the processes I'm going to give you. And if it is as tragic as a, a loss of life, how you can align to make sure things are done rightly for that person and their families. So let's go through some of the points you should be doing as a leader in a crisis. Point number one, be calm. It's going to be emotional and it's going to be stressful, but you need to keep as calm as you can. They're going to be looking at you to lead. When you're back in the middle of this problem, you're the one who they're going to look at to be calm. If you become an emotional wreck, start shouting, swearing, losing your temper, breaking down, you know, that ain't going to do anyone any good. So be calm. Second point, look that problem in the eye. Don't take people's opinions. Get in there, feel it, smell it, look at it. You need to know the problem. And in that point, it leads to my third situation, or third point, get into the situation. If you're going to have to know and look at that problem in the eye, you need to be in the situation straight away as soon as you can. And then start pulling your team together. You know, it's time to communicate, it's time to get your team together in place to face the issues. And that means you need to pull your team in. That doesn't mean you need everyone. Some people, when you have a crisis on on a site, they will pull the whole senior team in. And there might be times where you need all them people. But let's face it, if it's 8, 9, 10, 11, 1, 2, 3 in the morning, you don't need the whole team there. You need the teams with the skills, but you also need a team that's going to come in and take over when you go home, because at some point, you're going to have to leave. So you're going to make sure you don't exhaust all your resources. So there might be a point where, actually when a crisis is going on, you ring and you tell people, don't come in. I don't need you here now, but I will need you here at six in the morning, because I need you to take over from me. But make sure you're playing your cards right with your team. Now my fifth point, document it. Get a process started. Remember, you need to catch it as soon as you can. That might be on flip charts, it might be in a database, it might be on a spreadsheet, but get it down as soon as you can because you'll soon forget what was going on, especially when it's late at night and you've done a full day and you've been pulled back to a situation. Document it. Get as much documented as you you can and get as many pictures, pictures all the way. That data will help you find root cause, but it'll also help you as you go through this process. And have a system of gathering it. So use some sort of problem-solving document, a fishbone, if you like, a five whys. You need to show you're working out. You know, this may be something you're going to show your supervisor, but it could be something that ends up in a court of law. So you need to make sure you've got that document and using a system to document it. 
Now, while this is going on, you've got to remember that some things will be running parallel. And one of the main things is to make sure you're escalating to your line of command. When you know there's an issue, you need to let them know straight away. And you might not know a lot of detail at the time you let them all know, but you really need to be getting him out there and getting your boss to know exactly what's happened on your site or in your business or in your, your unit. Get them on the side as well. Get them up to date as soon as you can. And that's always a phone call. If it's a crisis, it's urgent. It's not an email. Emails are not urgent. It's a phone call. Whatever time it may be, you ring them. And if they're not there, you leave a message and then you send a text. And thirdly and fourthly, you'll send the emails. But the main thing is escalate as soon as you can. Let them know. And of course, when you do get in front of your boss or you do get your chance to speak to your boss, make sure you ask for feedback from them on where you're handling it and also get the support if you can. So park your ego and ask for help. So if they're going to be there on the end of a phone and they're saying, what do you need? Say, right, I need X, Y and Z, boss. Or actually, I don't need help now, but I'll come back to you in the next time. And that leads to the next point. Make sure you've got a timeline of when you're going to contact the person. So that could be, we're going to contact every hour, we're going to have a meeting every three hours, whatever time frame it's going to be around this crisis. And be honest. At the point when you're doing this, if you have dropped the ball, don't try and hide it. The worst thing you can do is try to hide when you've got an issue because they're going to see through it or it's going to come out in the mix. So when you're doing all this and you're seeing that the guys maybe have made a mistake or a number of mistakes, don't hide it. You're only going to end up regretting it in the future so from the start be honest and transparent and when you've got through a problem go back around the problem challenge it try to look from a lens of have i seen this problem before don't get too into it that you don't see the issues you need to step away sometimes and go back around that problem and make sure you give yourself options to get out of the issues you know always give the senior person or the team options to get out of the issue as minimal with as minimal damage as you can. And also, and the last few points of this is, make sure you are owning it. You're the boss, it's your problem. So make sure you own it and you feel it. So when it's passed, and you've actually sorted the problem, and you've stopped that bleeding, you've done the work, remember to learn. Go around the ch- channels get some feedback, do a debrief and have an honest session where you actually go into almost an autopsy mode and examine what went wrong and then you need to share that with others so other people can learn from your mistakes because there's only so much you can do on your own. Now you're in control of this. You're going to be the spearhead of this on your site. It's going to be your plan with the help of others around you. You have to be firm and you have to be fair but when it's a Decisions need to be made, you're going to have to make it because you are the person there making those decisions. You are the boss. So don't think you can fade away from it. Don't think you can sink into the background. Of course, give your people tasks around you. Give them timelines. You know, manage the communication. But remember, it's your issue. You're going to be solving it. But what happens when it really goes wrong? Guess what? It's your problem. And you're the accountable one that you'll need to get results so let's have a quick recap be calm and consistent look the problem in the eye take control have a system get your timelines of the event use your problem solving tools escalate to the next level communicate, communicate, communicate have an honest debrief system and learn and grow 
Well, that's my views on how to manage in a crisis. And I hope it helps you think about when you have an issue, how you're going to handle it. And remember, there's always a point when you learn in these situations. An incident is a good way to learn. And if no one's been injured and you haven't had massive property damage or environmental issues, or you've had issues where you haven't serviced your customer, it's a time to learn. So when you get out of it, make sure you do have time to reflect and see what you've gone wrong. Not in hindsight and not to blame, but to see where you can be better to avoid these things in the future. And that leads me on to just saying one more thing. Thanks for listening. And as always, I'm keen to hear your feedback on the show, both good and bad. So please send me your feedback as it is a gift. Send it to managermatpodcast at gmail.com answer all my questions myself and would love to engage on new topics or revisit old ones well that's it for manager matt this week thanks for listening and goodbye thank you so much for listening to this manager matt podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on itunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of manager matt If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.